you're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com, coming to you with another episode. What are we talking about today? Well, now, if you're listening and you wanted to find out what kind of food is going to make her horny for you or attracted to you, you're going to get that information, but it's a little bit, well, this is better actually. You know, you could look up stuff online that say that uh, oysters are aphrodisiacs, chocolate is an aphrodisiac, but let's just be honest, that stuff is lame because it's not like you're going to all of a sudden give a girl chocolate and she's going to jump on you or you guys are going to have some oysters at the seafood bar and she's going to start jumping on you, right? Like, let's just be realistic here. But still, the idea of food does turn a girl on and I'll be explaining why in this very episode. And this is something that has come up quite a bit with my coaching clients because my coaching clients are getting lots of dates. And so they're wondering, what do I do on a third date specifically. So I'm going to be explaining what that is. Now, if you're wondering what coaching is, or maybe you've heard me say it a kabillion times on the podcast, well, you're going to hear about it again because coaching is still available to you. Now, here's the deal. I only take a few clients at a time. I'd say my maximum is anywhere between 10 and 15. And the reason is, is because I want to give my clients as much attention as possible And I want to be able to give you all the necessary coaching that you're going to need to to be able to succeed. One of the things that is part of the coaching program, if we decide to work over the phone, is unlimited texting. So that means that you can text me whenever you want with any questions that you might have. That's one of the biggest components of the coaching, be able to have direct access to me with any questions that you might have. So unlimited texting has been huge. And of course, I can't be texting 50 clients at once because I won't be able to do that, right? There's only so much time in the day. So my point here is, is that if you want to apply for coaching, best to do it now because I have some spots open and spots available. And because of those availability, that means that we can get you in sooner and you won't have to wait too long. Of course, if you apply or you're listening to this much later on, and this is not a live present day listening for you, and you're listening to this later, still apply because at the very least, the sooner you do it, the sooner we can get you in, even if there is a little bit of a wait. So if you want to apply, go to coachedbytrip.com. And again, if you don't know, I help you with your dating life. A lot of people say, I've never heard of a dating coach before. I never knew there was such a thing. A lot of guys get on the phone with me after they apply and they say, wow, I had no idea that this was an actual service. And it is. And I'm not the only person who's doing it. But I will tell you this, I am the only person who is going to make sure, because I don't know how the other coaches coach. I don't know what they do, but I know that I will help you and get you to the point that you're happy with your dating life. That is my mission. That is what I'm here on earth to do. So apply today, coachedbytrip.com, and let me help you. Let's rock it the F out. Okay, let's get into the episode. I'm going to give you some cool information here. And then I'm going to answer a couple of questions. Some people have been emailing in and asking good questions that I want to get to. 
here on the podcast, good questions that uh, I believe that you can learn a lot from. So it's not just me answering the question for the person who might be listening, and hopefully you are, but it is for you also, the listener, where you can learn from these questions because we're going to dish out some good information for you. Okay, so let's talk about food. What's the deal with food? How is food going to turn a girl on? And no, I'm not talking about these same old kind of lame like I said, aphrodisiac food that, of course, you can just look up online and get a list of those. But here's the thing. And I said earlier, what is the third date? This is all connected. What is the third date that I recommend for guys? Well, the first date I recommend is coffee or a drink, right? An alcoholic drink. If you don't drink alcohol, coffee or tea. Then on a second date, and this is ideally, ideally, the first date is that. And the second date is dinner, going out to dinner, right? So now you're doing the typical dinner date. And then a third date is her over at your place. Hopefully she's comfortable enough and interested enough in you where ideally you can have her come over to your place on the third date. And that is when you cook her dinner. Or if you guys are comfortable enough by the third date, maybe she comes over and you guys can cook together. But here's the thing. The food hack that really turns her on is you making a good meal for her, you cooking for her, okay? And I'm going to give you some tips on what that's going to be like. And I'm not a chef by any means, but here's the thing. I was thinking about this, like, oh, should I, should I get a chef on? Should I get a, you know, someone who knows a lot about food to come on here? Well, no, because if you want to learn how to cook food, you should go to a podcast or a YouTube channel that talks about how to cook, right? Anything I'm going to say to you here with a guest on, it might overwhelm you. You might not do it. You know, that's for if you want to be really good at cooking. But let me tell you something that I do as a person who's not normally a cook or a chef. I've learned some things over time, but I'm not considered a great cook. And I believe that you should be learning that from me. And of course, if you want to take it to the next level, then please go on and, and, and learn from all the various sources that you have online or get cooking lessons or whatever you want to do. So I'll share with you some stuff that I think is going to be really helpful. But here's the idea, is that when you can cook for a woman, it's really attractive. And it's interesting. I think people might say, well, isn't cooking like a girly thing? Or like we've always seen like girls in the kitchen and they're the ones cooking the men food, like in the kind of olden days of, you know, how it worked when the man would come home and the food would be ready. Here's the thing, actually. A lot of chefs, first of all, are male, okay? And also, it's a skill. So don't think about this in olden times in terms of, Oh, feminine is the, is the person that cooks and the masculine is the one that gets served. It's not like that. It's not like that. Really, it is super attractive for you to have this skill to be able to cook something. And it's even more attractive if you know how to cook in general. Like if you're just a cook, you get it. You understand it. Like you just can cook many meals. You have a lot under your belt. That is attractive. So I would say for you, not only, by the way, is it good with women to learn this stuff, this is just good for you. It's good for you to be a cook. You can cook for your friends. You can cook for yourself. It saves money at the end of the day if you're trying to budget. Right? There's a lot of benefits to being able to cook food. And plus, it's fun. It's rewarding. It builds self-esteem and, and the list goes on. So yes, cooking is very attractive. Cooking is very attractive. And a woman will love it. And a lot of guys, like I said, I, I have coaching clients who I tell them the third date is, hey, I want you to go and, and learn a recipe and, and cook or cook something. And they always say to me, I mean, not always, but most of the time they say, Tripa, I don't know how to cook. I don't cook at all. 
I make the most simple things ever, or I just order out all the time, or I'm getting fast food all the time, or whatever it is. And I say, okay, listen, it's not hard to cook. It might be hard to be a chef and to know how to cook multiple meals and do kind of fancy gourmet stuff all the time, but it's not hard to cook. It's actually insanely easy. I mean, a lot of cooking can be basically spicing some things up, putting it on a pan, and then putting it on the oven and pressing the oven to go to whatever, 350 degrees. Is that that hard? No, that's super easy. And you can make things that are delicious with that. So having spices and just being able to put it on something is half the battle. So really, don't be intimidated by cooking. Don't be intimidated by cooking. So a lot of guys, they're like, okay, Trip, I don't know what to do. I don't do it. I said, well, listen, here's the deal. First, find out if the girl is a vegan, vegetarian, or a meat eater. Most of the time, most of the time, according to statistics, they're probably not going to be a vegan or vegetarian, okay? But I also do know that women, when they're on a date, they don't like to eat heavy, right? It makes them feel kind of not so good. It also might make them fart or burp. Women normally, a lot of the women that I've talked to, when they go out, they like to eat light when they're doing dates. Just makes it easier to kind of focus in the moment and things like that. So I always recommend if the girl is not a vegan or vegetarian, she's a meat eater, I would say that cooking and learning a salmon dish, baked salmon, is easy and it's very tasty. Okay, it's in, This is something that you can practice a few times just to get it right. The only thing you have to get right with a salmon dish is just making sure that the salmon is cooked thoroughly enough where it's not too raw and not overcooked where it's too dry. And that's going to be just testing your oven because every oven is different and doing it a few times. And then boom, after that, it's so easy. So imagine, again, I'm trying to encourage you here, going to the store, picking up some fresh salmon. I would recommend getting wild. I'm a proponent of eating as organic and healthy and wild and and just getting food from the best source as possible. And also, it, it does taste better. Trust me, better than farmed. So you get a wild piece of salmon and then get any... Re- There's a million recipes online. Most of them are really easy. And start to make something that you think is going to be tasty for you because if you don't like it, you're not going to be encouraged to make it. I like specifically like a teriyaki glaze or a soy glaze. And by the way, it's super easy, okay? So it's just about putting some ingredients in a bowl, mixing it up, and then drizzling it over a raw piece of salmon and then putting that in the oven. Boom, you're done. Super simple, okay? So that is a recommendation. You might not like salmon. Also, again, I understand that you know you might be in a situation where she is vegan or vegetarian. It actually makes it a little bit easier. There's a lot of great and easy vegan and vegetarian dishes that you can find online. And just look through them. Find out what you think is going to be super simple and also super tasty. So here's the thing. You might think, well, Trip, you know, still I'm finding all these recipes online that are difficult. If that is so the case, or you like one dish a lot, and it's still the case that it seems like it's really hard to make, just practice it. There is so much power in mastering one dish. You don't have to be this amazing cook where it gets overwhelming. You need to cook a chicken dish, any kind of meat dish, any kind of vegetable dish, vegan, this, this, and that. No, you don't have to do that. All you need to do is master one dish. Okay. Pasta, by the way, is also another one that's really good to have on a date. Super, super easy. I know that some people might say, well, Trip, uh, isn't pasta heavy? Well, you can make some pastas. And a lot of girls like truffle. Truffle's really good. It's like a pasta truffle oil. So it's not like a heavy uh, cream sauce. 
that could be difficult to make. It's not like a red sauce. And also, by the way, it's not like shitty canned red sauce that you put over your pasta. That's disgusting. Instead, if you want to make like a white truffle sort of sauce, it's just about combining some ingredients, putting it in a pan, making it, and then cooking your pasta, which is simple as just putting it in a pan and boiling it for a certain amount of time and then mixing the two together. Boom, you're done. Okay. So again, some pasta dishes you might see might be like, wood trip. This is, this is kind of complicated. There's a lot of steps. Just do it once. There's a learning curve. You are a smart person. You're more capable than you think to just master one dish and do it over and over and over again. Okay. Super, super simple. And if you want to get even more simple and you're like, I don't want to do any of this. Well, here's something even more simple. Okay. Similar to the salmon, get some chicken, find a recipe, or just improvise. You'd be surprised putting a lot of spice and a lot of salt on a piece of chicken and baking it. And of course, look it up online. I think it's like 400 degrees for however many minutes, 30 minutes. Look it up. Tastes pretty good. And then throwing some vegetables in another pan and letting them roast in the oven, boom, you're done. So you're just throwing things in a pan, putting them in the oven. I know it seems like this whole episode's been me trying to convince you uh, to cook, but it just, it is, it's so easy and it's so sexy to women. I've never met a woman that doesn't think cooking is super sexy when a guy can make her a good dish. It is hot. And don't procrastinate on this. I would start now. Start right away. Even if you're not dating anyone right now, you're not going on dates, you know, even if that's happening, even if you just applied for coaching today at coachedbytrip.com, even if that's the case, look up a recipe of something that you like that's generally liked by other people. Again, that can be a salmon dish, chicken dish, or some sort of vegetable dish. So look it up and start making it now. You'd be even surprised. Even if you went in and said, you know, I'm going to find like a super gourmet meal, like something really fancy as hell that will just blow someone's mind if I made it for them. Start it now. In just enough time, you're going to start to get really good at it. Okay? Like I said, learning curve to everything. Just like with meeting and attracting women. At first, it's hard. It's scary. You don't know what to do. And then you start going out and you start doing it and you start approaching women and it becomes that much easier over time and things start to click. So I recommend again, that you do it and use some of these tips that I told you in terms of making it a really good dish. And again, it might not happen on the third date. That's what I think is ideal in terms of dates, first date drink, second date dinner, third date having a back to your place to cook something, even if it doesn't happen in that order. Hey, maybe it happens on the first date. Somehow you guys end up talking and she comes back to your place and you cook her a meal. You know, maybe it happens on the seventh date. Who knows? But it is going to happen eventually if you're looking to get into a relationship. And oh man, you will be happy that you did it because it comes in handy. So there you go. That is the food hack that will actually make her secretly horny for you. I know it sounds crazy, but it, it is. It turns a woman on so much like, wow, this guy is so cool, so interesting. Because of course, she already thinks that if she's already at your place and then he can also cook mind freaking blown. And again, better than just for dating, but for you, for friends, for having people over, whatever it may be, always a good skill to have. One that I highly, highly recommend. All 
How would you feel if I got into some questions right now? I'm going to answer two questions that came in in the past few weeks from the email, right? So if you want to email me and you want to ask any questions, you can go to your email and then you can type in trip at tripadvice.com and email me. Put in the subject line podcast question. And if it's thorough and I can read it and it makes sense, it will be answered here on the podcast. So email me, trip at tripadvice.com if you want to get your question answered. Here's the first one. It's a question about not drinking at the bars. Hey, Trip, my name's Seb. I'm 22. You mention a lot that you rarely drink alcohol. Then if you're trying to improve your skills, it's best not to drink. I'm quite health conscious and rarely drink anything other than water. But at the bar, club, or party, I feel obligated to drink. How do you get around this? Do you just drink really slowly or do you drink non-alcoholic drinks? And when people ask you why you're not drinking, how do you respond? I also don't want to make girls feel like I'm just waiting for them to get drunk while not drinking myself. You're a legend. I love the podcast. Cheers, Seb. Seb, great question. And I have a lot of good tips for you here. You don't want to be drinking alcohol. You don't want to do it when you're trying to improve your skill. That's right. It's a bad, bad idea. Would you try to learn guitar or piano or a sport or cooking when you're completely under the influence? Probably not the best idea, right? You're not going to retain the information as well. And then really, you're just going to be sloppy because that's what happens when you drink alcohol. You become a little bit more sloppy. A lot of people think, well, but people drink all the time at bars and clubs and they pick girls up and da 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 da. Well, let me tell you something. If you want to create a superpower where you can go out and not have to rely on alcohol, then this is going to be so much better for you. Because imagine if you could go to a bar, a club, a supermarket, a sidewalk, not have to rely on anything but your own confidence to go and meet a woman. Isn't that just a more sustainable way of doing that? I mean, anyways, I think we can all agree on that. I don't have to continue convincing you why alcohol is not going to be the best choice for you to go out and meet women. But we have Seb here who's saying, how do you get around the idea of not drinking when you're at the fun bar club or party? You feel obligated to drink. Yeah, you might. But after a while, if you go out enough and you're sober, in the very beginning, it's going to be strange. You're not going to get around it. Very strange. It's going to feel weird. Everyone's drunk, everyone around you, but you're going to start going out. And the more and more you do it sober, you're going to get used to it. This is what I did. I went out and I was sober. I mean, completely, like not even a sip. Like it was only water that I'd be drinking when I was there and I wasn't drinking anything before. So I'd go there sober. Strange at first. After I did this about 10 times, it really wasn't a big deal anymore. It was totally fine. It felt honestly completely normal. At that point, I mean, at that point, you kind of just realize how dumb people are when they're drunk and you're like, wow, that was me. So you have a little bit of a superpower there, not being drunk versus actually being drunk when you think, oh, it's better because it gives you that liquid courage. So go enough times and you're going to find it's not a big deal. If you want to get around people asking you, you know, go to the bar, get a club soda with a lime. No one's going to ask. They're just going to assume it's an alcoholic drink if you want to get around it. If you don't want to do that, you just want to drink water, fine. And if people end up asking you and they're asking you, oh, why aren't you drinking or what's going on? Why aren't you doing this? And just say, you know, for health reasons. It's crazy. My, my brother, actually, he told me that, you know, he's starting to go out and, and not drink as well. He's, he's just kind of over the whole having to drink when you go out thing. So he's been going out, not drinking at all. And 
He says that when he goes out, he says to people, health reasons, no one questions anything. It's like the conversation just stops. Like people get it because health reasons can be anything. Well, everyone knows that alcohol is not healthy for you. People stop drinking alcohol to lose weight, to feel better. Sometimes you have something the next day we don't want to feel hungover. People get it. Just say, oh, health reasons. If they have to ask more specifically, just tell them, you know what? You just don't want to feel like crap tomorrow. You got things to do. That's it. No one's going to say anything. You might think people are going to be making fun of you. And if they are, that's the dumbest thing ever. Maybe they're just teasing you and having a fun time with you. But it's not going to be as big of a deal as you think. And that's, by the way, even if they decide to ask you, they might not even ask you. Not everyone's always concerned with how many drinks everyone is having or who's drinking and who's not drinking. Maybe in that moment when there's a bunch of shots being ripped at the bar, but just don't include it. Just give it to someone else and say you're good. No one cares. No one cares as much as you do. So that's how you're going to respond to it. Okay? And you said here, Seb, an interesting thing. You said, I also don't want to make girls feel like I'm just waiting for them to get drunk while not drinking myself. I don't know where you'd come up with that. That's interesting. But you should be allowed to go out and not drink and not have to drink alcohol. So if they think that, that's their problem, not yours. Okay? So don't Don't start imagining things that people are going to be thinking and saying before you even get to the point where you're out there and doing it. So don't worry about it. It's not a big deal as much as you think it is. So just focus on yourself. And yes, I do agree. If you're building the skill, alcohol should be put aside. Next question from Matthew. He says, hey, Trip, I'm 18, just started college. I've been friends with this girl since high school and we're now in college. She said she always wanted me in her life, but would prefer to make mistakes with other guys. I'm still referred to as the best friend. I'd like to break this curse, but don't know what to do. She isn't talking to any other guys and tells me everything. I'm quiet and indecisive. I don't like to put myself out there or take risks. I really don't want, or he says, I really want to ask her out and start a relationship, but I struggle with feeling that I'm not man enough. If there's anything you can tell me, please tell me because I want to break out of being her friend and have more with her. Okay. So very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, here's the thing. It's plain and simple. The fact that you're quiet and indecisive and not taking risks is what is not making you in the alpha male position, which is making you put in the friend zone, which is why that she doesn't want to do anything with you. So I'm just going to give you a taste of reality. Matthew, if you don't take risks, if you don't put yourself out there, if you're not decisive and decide to do something with your life or about your life in any situation, you're not going to grow. So I'm going to give you the fear tactic is that nothing is going to happen that's going to be good for your growth or for your life if you don't decide to put yourself out there. And this can really span across multiple areas of your life, not just women and dating, but this could go on to your career. This could go on to anything with friendships. I mean, there's always times when we need to be decisive and take risks. And I'm telling you from a guy who was also like you, I was just like you. I was that kind of beta male guy, scared to do anything, scared to take risks, scared to make decisions, indecisive for sure. I struggled with all of that. And my life became a hundred times better. I mean, literally 180 when I started to take things and not be scared of them. Sure, maybe I had the fear. Maybe it was sitting inside of me. But I would say, you know what? Even though I have the fear, I'm going to do it anyways. And then what happened was my life became better. Taking risks made my life better because I was able to get the things that I wanted. Women that I was attracted to, women I wanted to date, career that I wanted, like this one now, is a huge risk to start a podcast 
and a YouTube channel and build a dating advice business. It's not a common thing, as most people know. People didn't even know dating coaches existed until they found this podcast. It was a risk, but I'm so glad I did it because now it allows me to do the thing that I love to do. I love that I take risks with being able to tell the truth and honest opinions to my friends and family because it makes for better conversation. It makes me more comfortable with who I am as a person. And the list goes on. There's all these different things that are going to be so much better in your life if you decide to take a risk. So please, let me motivate you to do that, okay? And you're saying, there's anything you can tell me, please tell me because I want to break out of being her friend zone and have more with her. Well, you're going to have to tell her that you're interested in her and say, hey, listen, I want to let you know. We'll call her Haley. Haley, I want to let you know, I'm, you know, I got a little crush on you. And don't say it in a desperate way. Just let her know and let her respond. And at the end of the day, she, she probably is not attracted to you. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so blunt about it. I know that this is a girl you really like and you're probably upset about it. And I understand, but just understand that she's probably at the point where you're at the point of no return. She already sees you as a guy who is in that kind of beta mindset. That doesn't mean, by the way, Matthew, that you can't change and learn how to be more masculine and have more alpha tendencies that are more attractive to women and better for your life in general. You could change any day you want. Today is the day. Anyone can do that. But I think it's time to start fresh. So if I were you, I wouldn't even go as far as to tell you have a crush on her, even though I know that's the advice I just gave you because that's the only thing you could do. I would honestly move on Start to work on yourself more. Start to work on being more decisive and taking risks and going after women that you don't have to try to get out of the friend zone with, okay? She's not the only one out there that's going to be good for you. She's not the only one out there that's going to be a good fit for you. There's so many women out there who are quality and beautiful. I mean, it's endless how many women you could talk to and date and sleep with and get into a relationship with. It's crazy how many women there are out there. You'll never be able to meet them all. So let's start there. That's my advice to you, Matthew. Forget about this girl, move on, work on yourself and start meeting and dating other women. That is the abundant mindset that I want you to be in. So there you go, everyone. I hope that was a good episode for you. We learned a cool food hack in terms of, of how to you know, cook and make it easy for you. Like I was trying to convince you the whole time to do it because I think it's going to be a good idea for you, for your life, for attracting women, everything. So highly recommend you get into that. And I'm going to see you on the next episode. We'll talk about some more cool stuff. Maybe I'll even answer some more questions. If you have a question, email me, trip at tripadvice.com. And if you're interested in coaching and me helping you personally and getting you to the point where you are the guy who is displaying the masculine traits and attracting more women into your life, let me coach you through it. Go to coachedbytrip.com. Again, that's coachedbytrip.com. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you on the next one.